Welcome back to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Cedra Sarton, and today we have John Darnell in studio, and he's with Global Outreach. Last segment, we kicked off our Orange Letter campaign for this year, and we're so excited to be doing this again. It's I feel like it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it was just last year. We I kind of want to do more than one a year it, now. <laughs> it, it feels like it has yeah. been a long time. Yeah, so uh, we, we kind of teased a little bit what might be coming up this year. We're going to go into that this segment. Um, before we do that, uh, if you haven't listened to the next, uh, last segment, I'm sorry. Uh, John, why don't you again reintroduce yourself, what is Global Outreach, and then we'll go into what are the specifics of sure. our partnership here. Yeah, so Global Outreach is an interdenominational missions agency based here in Tupelo, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And we're next year in 2020 will be 50 years old. Wow! So it's kind wow. of exciting to think. You know, yeah. we started uh, with sending short-term teamers of the field to mm-hmm. help missionaries. Mid 70s got our first missionary in Bangalore, India, mm-hmm. and uh, she's still serving with us. Oh, by wow. the way, yeah. Um, wow. So she's been that That's whole amazing. stretch. So um, interdenominational, wanting the missionary to drive the strategy on the field. So our approach is: how can we help that missionary family, mm-hmm. the entire family, be? healthy and thriving on mission with Christ yeah. so that bright gospel light mm. can attract people to Jesus. All right, well, won't yeah. you give it like a um a website or yeah. for yeah. people who want Yeah, www.globaloutreach.org. Mm-hmm. So awesome. globaloutreach.org. Yeah. And I really like that approach too because I mean, who better than the missionary on the field knows what their needs are. And um I mean, I, I think I think of just a sidetrack here. I think of uh, Hudson Taylor mm-hmm. um in China and uh, the story of how the 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 British had the the missionary um effort and it was very there was a lot of emphasis on Britishizing <laughs> the right. Chinese That's people right. and he him on the field he knew that that was not the way to spread the gospel in that particular country and so he kind of divorced himself from that kind of went off on his own because there was no support that really was su- was supporting the effort there in a way that was honoring to God right and it and that um I, I love that you guys are filling in that void of we're not going to tell the missionary how they should do their work but um rather ask them what do you need and right. um it's it's a joint effort led by the holy spirit amen and and I, and I love that and I'm so happy to be partnering with global outreach for this uh, orange letter campaign and I'm going to really quick introduce what that is um so last year we focused on uh the widows in Nigeria mm-hmm. the persecuted uh widows in Nigeria um the situation over there is is still um is kind of escalating even yeah. uh, the persecution is still um as as rampant as as ever um so the Niger- Nigerians still need your prayers um but it was a really good opportunity to focus on uh, the, uh, praying for the widows, even the orphans, um, whose uh, fathers and husbands have been, you know, killed for the sake of Christ. Um, so this year we are. Is, there's a wider scope, and uh, and it's a really good opportunity to um, not only remember the persecuted Christians, but also the missionaries who are ministering in these areas. Um, so that's what we're doing. That's why we're teaming up with Global Outreach this year, is because of that focus on missions and missionaries. Um, there's a lot of needs out there. They're very, they're various. They're not all the same. Um, some, some areas obviously more dangerous than others. Uh, and, and some, um, 
you know, missionaries need more physical aid than spiritual aid. Sometimes uh, it's the other way around. But what we're trying to accomplish here is sending letters of prayer and encouragement to these people who are working to spread the gospel in other areas of the world. Um, so uh, let's, uh, John, you mentioned before, um, well, for, first of all, when we first came to you guys, it was it was really interesting because you guys were already sort of doing this thing or you were, right. you had this in the works, yeah. right? Yeah. That, that was the, the God side of it, right? right when those yeah. things happened. So mm-hmm. logistically, you're thinking about how do we get letters around the world mm-hmm. to 48 countries, almost 300 missionaries, right? Yeah. And so that's, that's something that you don't just decide to do overnight, right? right? And so... Um, we realized getting about mid-year and and in our um, communication calendar with our missionaries, I was thinking back to our first year on the mission Mm -hmm. field. So it was 2012 in Ecuador, and we had left January 1st of that year, Mm -hmm. and my wife and I took a five-month-old baby to the mission field. That was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, You could do a different episode just on that, I think. (laughs) But um, So we're a a young married couple with a young baby Mm -hmm. on the field, Mm -hmm. and we make it throughout the whole year. We miss Easter and summer, and you know, and Facebook's kind of hard too because mm-hmm. you as a missionary, you're watching American yeah. life and all your friends happen without you in a way mm-hmm. that 20 years ago people didn't see, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? That you're not there in that family picture anymore. Right. So y- y- you make it through fall, mm-hmm. you know, when you're living on the equator, so the leaves aren't changing, the, you know, it's still 100 degrees. You get to Christmas mm-hmm. and our, our, we get a call from Emily's grandmother who said, hey, go check your mailbox. And, you know, mail's mm-hmm. sometimes dependable, sometimes not in that part of the world. So we go check the mailbox, and there's this shoe, shoe box size for us. Mm-hmm. We we get it out. We take it home. We open it up. Grandma's homemade fudge. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> grandma's homemade fudge. And Christmas mm. cards from the church. Mm. And these wow. Christmas cards from believers, mm-hmm. seasoned saints, really, Yeah. Uh, from the you know the grandmother's friends who had written and put that and sent it to us in Baba Oyo, Ecuador. Mm-hmm. And that was so encouraging, you know, at a time where, hey, this is our first Christmas from home. Mm. It doesn't feel temperature-wise like Christmas. It yeah. doesn't look like Christmas. I mean, nothing says Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the and the weird irony of being a missionary and trying to take the message of Christmas around mm. the world, yet at Christmas, mm. feeling lonely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a weird juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah. A year went by. Two years goes by, and. Emily's grandmother passed after that first year on the field. And, you know, year three, year four, there are no Mm. Christmas cards coming anymore. Mm. And you're thinking, man, have I I been forgotten in Mm -hmm. some way? Of course, Mm -hmm. that's the message that Satan wants us to believe, right? right? And so at Global, we're thinking, how can we get the supporters, the people praying for missionaries to fill out a Christmas card? Mm -hmm. So our marketing team designed these great Christmas cards, sent them to all the donors of missionaries with the missionary name, and their name signed mm-hmm. to it said, hey, please write an encouraging note. Send it back to us. We're going to send these around the world to our missionaries so that they're not lonely at Christmas right. time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and, and it was it was really cool to kind of encounter you guys at that point, too, mm-hmm. because here, here we are, we're thinking, okay, so we're, we're framing up what yeah, our next what our, Orange what's Letter our campaign is. Yeah. And, and it just worked out so perfectly yeah. when we came to you guys. Um, and, and that kind of brings me to... Uh, I'm just thinking about someone who who is 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 thinking about writing a letter to a missionary, and uh, I think you mentioned, but uh, kind of uh, in the break, there's a lot of people have like the 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 cards on their That's refrigerator right. that they get from their church, and it's like a reminder to pray for these people or or to show them some sort of uh, support. Um, but sometimes we don't know exactly what they're going through. Um, but you had a, you had a verse that you would like to uh, yeah yeah yeah, and so it is it is a bit 
paralyzing. Mm-hmm. You open the refrigerator, right? Yeah. And there's the the cute missionary family. Right. The yep. two kids or the eight kids, depending huh. on the missionary family, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you're looking at them, you're like, I, I don't even know what to pray. I don't know what life in right. China is like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what India is like. I don't, I don't know how to pray for them. And if you look at 2 Corinthians 1, and I'll, I'll give you the just the paraphrase of what Paul is doing there. And if you're a listener, you know, please do open to 2 Corinthians 1. Mm-hmm, and absolutely. You can, and you can see what Paul's doing. But if you don't have a Bible on you, essentially it's the, it's the portion of Scripture where Paul talks about essentially how difficult ministry has been. Mm-hmm. And, but he realizes that because of what he's been through, he can comfort others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times that's what preaches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. well, then he makes the pivot and he says, man, ministry has been so hard this year. If you look at verse eight and after that, you know, we despaired of life itself. We oh. thought we'd mm-hmm. receive a death sentence. So we don't, th- we think of Paul, the missionary mm-hmm. with joy serving Jesus. We don't often think of Paul, the depressed missionary, mm-hmm who is thinking of the end of life. Mm. And that, that is a heavy reality. Yeah. But then he adds something in there and he says, but you have helped me by your prayers. Wow. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, wait a second. Mm-hmm. The, the people, the church at Corinth reading this letter are saying, wow, Paul was at the end of his rope mm-hmm. and he says, our prayers helped him. Mm. That's not a small thing. Mm. So then for me, as, as, as I'm a listener, I'm looking at that prayer card, I, I think I need to realize a couple of things. Even if I get a missionary newsletter in the mail that talks about the person that got saved or baptized or the church planted, mm-hmm. that's the pretty side of ministry. That's the part that preaches that there's something under the surface there that's really, really hard. Mm. I think, number one, that the, the life of the missionary is harder than you can imagine. And I, and I would say, too, don't. Missionaries are uncomfortable being put on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we like to say, oh, you've given up so much, like in a, in a letter, right? You've given up so much. You're such a great Christian. You're right. all this. Or like, don't fall in that trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just speak mm-hmm. truth, share truth. And um, as Paul writes there, Jesus Christ has been their comfort in their sufferings. Walk, just encourage them to mm-hmm. seek the comfort of Christ, to rely on God. And um, and I would just encourage you with, hey, your your prayers are actually helping these yeah. missionaries. Well, that and I'm I'm so glad to hear that for me personally. I mean, because a lot of times I can be you know stuck in that the mindset that I had as a kid, hearing about the Lottie Moon offerings and stuff, and and it, it kind of had this veneer to me, and it was probably just for myself, but it was it was very just more like almost like you're just supporting a good effort kind of mm-hmm. thing. And there's and the reality, I mean, especially at that age, the reality of the kingdom of God and and Christ on the right at the right hand of God interceding for His people. And the part that we play in that, you know, and, and what that has to do with us on a personal level, none of that had kind of sunk in. But now with that in mind um, and and kind of sitting at the precipice of like this this campaign, like what we're about to do, it, it reframes the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not just writing letters to make people feel better mm-hmm. in a bad situation. We are taking part in something that's honestly is kind of cosmic in scale. Yes. I mm-hmm. mean, it's 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 in a it's a a way for us to as brothers and sisters kind of united you know in the in the death burial resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ to come together mm-hmm. and and to remember each other in 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 tribulation and to 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 uh you know enjoy that unity yes um and to make sure that no one's being left out i think that's that's yeah. really the good opportun- opportunity that we have here and so this is where we ask our listeners yeah. <laughs> to take down this email. It's orange at afa.net mm-hmm. and send in your letters. Uh, if you don't know what to say 
uh, just let them let people know that you're that you love them and you're praying mm-hmm, for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe put in some scripture that has helped you during a hard time, yeah, or, or something like that. If you're if you're unsure exactly what to say, mm-hmm. um, but just just write it as if you're talking directly to somebody on the mission field that you know is doing this work for Christ, mm-hmm. and and you wish you could be there. Well, this is your chance to mm-hmm. be there yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. So um, start getting in those letters. You have until November the 8th. <laughs> yeah. That's your cutoff time. Yeah. You off. Yeah. November the 8th, <laughs> guys, get those in right. and start emailing those in to me, please. Yeah. yeah. And, and John, like you said, the, these aren't um, super Christians out there. The, right. These, these are people who you might only see the, 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 um, the novel side of it. Right. Um, but there, there's real life happening. And so remember that you're writing to real people who have, who struggle in the way that you struggle. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and, what would you need? What what if if you were in that kind of situation? If you if you were just facing hardships or or didn't know what to do, you had uncertainty in your life, or you had a family and you're trying to provide for them as well as do what the Lord is calling you to do. What do you need to hear? Um, also pray about it. I don't want anyone to write a letter without praying about it. The, mm-hmm. we, we would we really want this thing to be bathed in prayer. So if you're planning on joining us in this, please pray about it. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. We're going to have John back next week. So stay tuned for that. Don't miss that. And uh, share through some applied scripture. We'll see you then. <laughs>